Have you always wanted to start your own business? Do you have an innovative idea or an invention, but just don't know how to turn it into a company? Are you already in business and need some help growing? The BRF's Entrepreneurial Accelerator Program can help. At EAP, we work alongside you, helping you with things like financial modeling, funding strategy, pitch preparation, and marketing strategy. So what are you waiting for? Go to EAPLA.com today and set up a time to talk with our team. Let EAP help you launch or grow your business in North Louisiana today. Welcome back to On the Cusp. Got my co-host Matt Snyder back with me. But today we've got a special guest, Mr. Newt Dorsett. And Newt, you are the founder of Remington Suites. You gotta tell us why a boutique hotel in downtown Shreveport. Well, I don't know that I'm the founder of it. I, I'm the predecessor of uh, what I uh, arrived at, and that was about 18 years ago. And you know, having um, 21 rooms when I bought it, there wasn't but one way to go, and that was boutique. And at that time, uh, that was kind of a created term that, that everyone or we came up with that wasn't really that popular, but yeah. uh, I didn't really have a choice. I didn't have much more room. I didn't have, you know, which way was I gonna go? So we said, hey, we're just gonna make the best we can of the 18 rooms that we have here. And worse come to worse, if uh, my cousins and everybody are coming to stay with me, and I always send them to the hotel because I don't want them staying at my house. <laughs> <laughs> so, I hope they watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it gave me a good layoff there, you know. Oh, that's good. But what's your entrepreneurial story? How did you get to Shreveport? Well, uh, I was a single uh, person in East Texas. I was in Marshall. And uh, I walked in my office one day and there was a little cutout from Centenary on there about an executive MBA program. And my dad kind of told me, said, uh, son, I'll pay for that class if you'll go over there. So I came over and Barry Richardson interviewed me and he said, why do you want to go to Centenary, Newt? And I said, I need to find a good looking, rich Louisiana woman to marry because I'm getting blackballed <laughs> in East Texas. <laughs> and so Barry started laughing and he said, I'm gonna let you in the program, Newt. So, <laughs> so that's, how, that's how I got over here. And I met my wife, which he told me I would. And she's a petroleum engineer and the best thing that ever happened to me. And so I met her there and then we got married and I moved to Shreveport. And that's how it all started. And that's how it began. But in that time period though, you've had you've been very successful in the oil and gas business. You've you've lived in Dallas, you've lived in in Houston. Tell us about that and what you you, well, you came back. Yeah, well, I, I uh, went to school at SMU and, you know, I was on scholarship there, played football. So uh, when I graduated uh, from SMU with uh, two degrees, I, I said, you know, uh, Dallas is great and everything. Had some opportunities there, but uh, I'm going to go to Houston. Houston's bigger than Dallas and we're just gonna go down there and see how that goes. So, so I moved to Houston and I worked down there about a year and a half and then I found myself waking up in the morning and dealing with the traffic, dealing with the stress, dealing with the situation. The country board just came out in me and I just woke <laughs> up one day and I said, I gotta go, I gotta get out of here. So as I was driving up Highway 59, leaving Houston, started seeing pine trees 
stopped at a friend of mine's house in Lufkin and I went in. He said, you're the happiest I've ever seen you. I said, I'm the happiest I've been in a long time. I'm out of Houston, Texas. <laughs> so, so anyway, I moved back to Marshall and uh, my mom kind of said, what are you going to do for a living? I was living in a little single wide mobile home out in the country, just happy as a farmer sitting on a sack of seeds, you know. <laughs> and uh, I said, I don't know, Mom, but I'm just going to figure something out. So that's kind of where it began. Mm. That's mm. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, you're in down, you know, the, the Remington uh, Suites is in downtown, okay. You've got more than just the boutique hotel right there. What, what else do you have around it? Well, you know, we bought up a uh, adjoining property that, that uh, and bought, you know, I bought the old Goodyear tire building and then ended up getting the tire store also. And that was in connection with another business that I had. And, and basically, uh, you know, when you, when you get a business or my view of it is probably not the best way to do it or the most logical, but if I'm looking at my, P&L or my balance sheet and I see stuff going out the door over here in this category, I go, that might be something we need to acquire and maybe we can control that cost a little better. So in doing that with Remington, we were sitting around trying to figure out, hey, how can we generate more revenue? So we basically broke it down into five revenue centers and then we started concentrating on each one of those revenue centers. And so that's what's brought about the music garage, and then that brought about the spa, and then it brought about the, the bar uh, area, and then events. So, you know, that's, uh, so then we try to concentrate and hire managers for each one of those and try to enable them to produce the income that would sustain what they're doing and grow that from there. Mm. Yeah, that music garage is cool because it, taking a space that... I mean, it's no secret you drive through downtown. There's plenty of spaces that, okay, we don't need a tire store down here anymore. It sits empty. It's really cool to see a space be turned into something that is current and modern and a totally different use. I love it. Now, Matt and I get into the big argument and discussion uh, all the time. I'm a jobs guy. I'm, I'm the economic development guy. I want somebody to come in here. I want them to bring a thousand jobs into Shreveport. And I think by doing that, that'll solve all of our other problems. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait till that hero comes down on this day from another city. New. Can't be one of us unless you got a thousand jobs. But oh, the savior of yeah. Well, Matt <laughs> thinks we need more culture, more entertainment, more events. Well, you're in the heart of downtown. While you're waiting on, on this guy without Newt, downtown dies off while you're waiting. <laughs> That's true statement. Guys like Newt are keeping downtown vibrant and giving people a reason to go down there. So why downtown, Newt? Why, what, I mean, you're, you've got a lot going on down there. You've put a lot into a lot of those buildings. What would you tell somebody that was considering downtown? Well, you're probably not going to find a better buy on a square footage basis from a real estate point of view. You're not going to find the culture or the history that you're going to find down there. You know, Shreveport... Uh, downtown is the heart of our city and you know you got to start at the heart so I'm down at the heart it's a cool point because like I hadn't thought about it a lot but we talk about this I, w I went to Lafayette last week and we talk a lot about somebody flying into Shreveport and you know driving in and what they see 
Let me tell you something. Everybody's high on Lafayette. When you drive into Lafayette, it's an awful looking drive. <laughs> Basically, the interstate dead ends into yeah. the, the hood. Yeah. And, and you're in downtown Lafayette. There's not one good looking building down there. It's not. I mean, downtown Shreveport looks it, like something. It looks like a downtown. You know, it looks like it a downtown. It has a lot to offer. It's beautiful downtown. The architecture's incredible. The old buildings are incredible. Of course, we've got some new buildings down there. We had the opportunity for new development down there. There's, there's lots of vacant property around downtown. You know, uh, I feel like downtown, uh, when the day comes, is gonna take off regardless of when that day is. We're gonna be down there. We're gonna continue to improve what we're doing and we're gonna draw people down there to enjoy uh, the the opportunities that are there and the culture that's there, and we're going to give plenty of jobs along the way. No, I think it takes both. I yeah, think that's I key. Agree. All right. Yes, but when, I'm going to keep slugging for that. Well, that when, thousand. when he comes into town to look at Shreveport, I'm really glad Newt's going to have a nice place for him to stay because <laughs> your chance of getting him is a lot better because Newt can put him up in a good looking boutique hotel downtown Shreveport. Yeah, yeah, and I think you were telling me a story earlier. You had somebody come in. They had a couple of options, but they they picked the Remington. Recently. Yeah, you know, we have a lot of referral business friends from Shreveport referred uh, a guy from South Louisiana to come stay with us, and he looked me up while he was there. Of course, uh, the opportunity of owning a hotel is the fact that you never know who's going to walk through your front That's door. Cool. And so, therefore, I tell the people at the front desk all the time, you don't know who's going to walk through here. It was like the kid that walked through there that had the T-shirt on. That, that had the, the app on his phone and I was over there talking to him and I said, what are you doing over there, man? He said, well, I made 950000 today and I was going, what kind of app is that? And it was can Candy something, uh, <laughs> one, of the, one of those apps and I was going, I probably need to get to know this guy a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> we got opportunities for him to invest in yeah, right you, here. You know, uh, then uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones or Gerard Butler or, or Morgan Freeman walks through the door and all of a sudden Morgan's every day going, let's go play golf, dude, let's go play golf, you know. So, uh, you know, people like that and great, you know, business people that come through there. It uh, keep, keeps everything interesting. Meet some new friends, you know, move outside the circle a little bit, uh, learn a lot. So, Newt, I got a question for you just as a streetporter. You don't live in, in downtown Shreveport. We hear a lot of people, and there's a lot of, of streetporters moving, you know, more and more south and, and whatnot, and there's a lot of businesses moving out of, Shre out of downtown. And mm -hmm. what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I think that's whatever they want to do that that uh, makes them the most comfortable you know uh, th that development that's going on out there I think I think that's great uh, you know I'm not yeah. saying that I'm uh, happy that they're moving out of downtown but that them moving out of downtown is going to give the opportunity for somebody else to move downtown or somebody from outside to come in downtown so you know I, I look at those those all those situations is, is opportunities to me. Right. Now, now, you know, I'm happy anywhere anybody wants to build anything new or improve anything that's old. I mean, that's all for the benefit of all of us, the way right. I see it. Yeah. So you got two centers. Well, the other advantage that we have is, and a lot of people, every day I hear somebody complaining about traffic in <laughs> Shreveport-Bossier. I'm like, you haven't lived in D.C. Hmm. 
You yeah. have not lived in Dallas. Or anywhere. Okay, you have not lived in Houston. Because I know for a fact you can go from South Shreveport, okay, to Bossier in less than 30 minutes. I, and if it took you more than that, you probably I went downtown. I don't think I've ever told this story on here, but this is a good, and I was talking about the Remington, so it's a good time. I was sitting in the Providence office one day waiting on a meeting, and the door opens, and this guy comes in, and he looks shell-shocked. He looks like he's scared to death, doesn't know what's going on, and he's talking to the receptionist. She, she's not real familiar, and I said, well, ma'am, what's, what's, what are you looking for? And he said, I live right around SMU in Dallas, and I just got hired to be the new swimming coach of Centenary College, and my wife sent me over here to look at real estate, and I've been looking all around Highland and, and whatnot, and I'm just, she's not gonna move. That's not her speed. And he said, can you show me around here? I said, okay, look, all right, you're good here. And he said, well, this is, is this just far out? And I said, well, look, man, you're 10, he was staying at Remington. I said, look, you're probably two minutes from Centenary from Remington, and you're probably 10 minutes from Centenary right here. You can get anywhere in this city in 10 minutes. And he said, man, my house is a mile and a half from SMU where I work, and it takes me, yep. you know, 20 minutes to get there. Absolutely, I don't think anybody, if you run into traffic, that. It, it's a bad day, okay, and it's right. isolated. I, I never, ever, okay, hear that. So, what, Newt, what's next for you? What are you looking at with the Remington and that that block you've got? Have you got any any future plans with that? Yeah, you know, we're going to continue to improve the buildings uh, that we've purchased or I've purchased down there. And when I say that, upgrade those. The uh, state historic tax credit's an incredible incentive to do that. Uh, so I've got three more buildings to uh, uh, improve and escalate. We're finishing a, a historic tax credit right now before the end of the year. And, and with that being said, uh, our area, as we develop it, we will continue to expand it. And I've got some really interesting plans that kind of move a little north up by 12 Mile Bow and Cross Bow in the potential development of that area that's uh, very exciting. Uh, that will will add a, a draw to downtown that people really hadn't seen yet or, or hadn't have not cultivated. So I'm really looking forward to that. That is good. I know you told me about the you were considering the 12 mile bayou development. I always press that too. I think I think that's just an underutilized thing. River fronts and water frontage in every city you visit. Ours is just not to where it needs to be. We've got to capitalize on that. So I'm glad you're working on that for sure. So what are we doing, you know, from a community standpoint, what are we doing right? Anything that really jumps out at you? Well, you, you know, I, I have not had a difficult time maneuvering uh, in Shreveport. In other words, uh, I have not had necessarily difficulty with, with permitting and, and improvements and, and everybody uh, works with us or has worked with us real well. I think the key there is communication. If you don't communicate, then hey, you might have a couple of issues. But you know, sometimes things move a little bit slow, but you can walk right down the street and go in there and meet somebody and you can get something done. You can pass a piece of paper back and forth across the desk and get it accomplished. And, yep. Or somebody can give you an answer. That's not necessarily the case in other cities. No, absolutely. That I deal with. So. So that's a great benefit. Uh, you know, most everybody in this town knows 
somebody that you don't know. If you don't know them, you'll know somebody that they do know. So that's beneficial too. I, I think the communication there, the people here are very helpful. Uh, the people are very kind and generous. And, and I think it's a great culture of people and families and community. Well, that's, that's great. So what's, if you had to point out one thing in our community, you know, we need to change, what, what would that be? Well, I think generally speaking, if I, if I summed all that up, you know, uh, a person that has a negative attitude about our city is probably needs to look a little bit deeper into the book or under the cover, so to speak, to realize what's actually really going on right here and, and the potential uh, of what is taking place and where that's going to take us a, as a town. You know, Shreveport has gone through a lot of changes like any other town, and it's had its ups and downs accordingly. But golly, if you look at, at the opportunistic situations that we've had here, the medical community, the Hainesville Shale, the, the business opportunities that are going on right now, the diversity that has taken place over the last 15 years in this town is incredible, and it's starting to get, you know, get some legs under it. And I, I, so I feel like for a young person coming back here with the internet, with the with the social tools that we have here, you can have a great lifestyle here. You can be out there and be fishing in 10, 15 minutes or hunting in 10 or 15 minutes or, or you can be in two different states in 30 to 40 minutes. So, I mean, you've got, you've got an incredible uh, location in Freeport with the diversity and the great food and the great people. So why not live here? I love that, absolutely. Yeah, I so, love that too. Newt, thank you for today. You. We appreciate what you're doing. And we're glad you're here. Yeah, and we're glad Keep you're here. Thank Keep you. doing Give it. Give them help. Okay. We're, 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 <laughs> we're going to have a good time doing it, too, and that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let's have a good time. Right. Thank you, guys. Well, thank, thank you so much. Okay. Right.